Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. We got Eric. Hey. We got AJ. We hey. got Rudo. Hey. Avs win a totally normal hockey game where nothing weird happened at all. Seven to four. No empty nets were missed. <laughs> there were no missed empty nets. That's true. No breakaways were stopped. By the uh, some breakaways were stopped. Extremely normal hockey game. Perfectly normal. Nothing weird at all in this seven to four hockey game. Uh, it's been a while since I think I've had trouble fitting it into 60 seconds. I might struggle with this one. It's not what your wife said. Hey, uh, keep it simple. First period Avs give up the first goal of the game. Classic move. They're able to get it back though. Thanks to the play that we're calling the bunt, uh, Miko Ranton and net front <laughs> yeah. choking up on the stick. It's one, one after one, the second period, everyone loses their minds by the end of the second period. It's four to three. Uh, I, I don't even know, man. So much nonsense went on in that period, including a goal that didn't even count for Sam Malinsky. It could have been four to four. Uh, on the Av side, you end up getting goals from uh, Miko for his second one of the game. That was to make it four three, I guess. And then you also got, who was it? That was Colton's goal, right? I think so. Yeah. Or not, not Wood's goal. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So it's four three going into the third. I've, there's nowhere even near enough time. And then the Avs score four more unanswered goals. I think, is it is it four unanswered goals in a row if you count Miko's from the third period? Uh, oh, no, no, no. It's five. Yeah, it's five because, yeah, because the one in the second period was actually Jason Poland, not Wood's goal. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Got there. Wood's goal was a game tie goal. Yeah. All right. That was a great 60-second rundown. I really covered everything super well in that. Super well done. <laughs> let's let's actually get into this one. Um. I want to start with an overall angle on this game. It's a Sega Baba. The Avs have to drag themselves back in from multiple de- deficits in this game. Is this a the Avs are just good enough to do this? Or is this a the Avs got away with one here? I think they're good enough to do this. Yeah. They've just been doing it all year. Yeah. Same so thing. as much as as much as I'm yeah. tempted to just be like, they got away with it, but they, they've done this now two out of two times against Ottawa. It's true. So, And that's Ottawa's MO, right? That's, yeah. that's what it is. They're good offensively and they can defend. And that's what you saw again tonight. So when you're playing against a real good team, the Avalanche, you have a hard time to keep the puck out of your net. I mean, that's just a fact, right? Yeah. And again, that goalie wasn't very good. Yeah, so guard Pretty so. wild decision to not go with Corpusalo because of his history against the Evs, and then you put that guy in. Yeah, you're reaching a little. You bit might there. not put that guy in again. Yeah. Uh, that when you go back and and go well, four years ago, he gave. Uh, you're reaching. Just <laughs> yeah. just put your best ass. I mean, whatever it is. Well, hey, we'll take it. <laughs> I'm not arguing. No complaints. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right. So they're just that good. They can just do it. All right. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah, and especially this year. They've just, just, this uh, this just is been, what, their 15th comeback victory yeah. of the year or something stupid? Yeah. It's just been their identity to, to climb back into it. And once you get into the third period, though, they're like, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah, because I think good if, if you make the argument, if you get away with it, that's you know it doesn't happen fifteen times, <laughs> right? That's I, I, fair. That's, all that's fair. Definitely You're the numbers fair. guys. I'm yeah, not, but true. I'm saying if I use the numbers now, it's not a coincidence. That means you're good, right? I yeah. mean, 
also purely by numbers a little times. different why the, why the abs are a little bit different about doing this than some of the other teams that we've seen not have teams but other teams in the yeah. past is that they are not heavily reliant on overtime yeah That's they true. aren't racking up a bunch of overtime losses they're not yeah. winning a bunch of games in overtime yeah. they're getting it done in regulation they're playing within the confines of 60 minutes far more often than not yeah. which is why they're they're Rolling in regulation wins. Winnipeg's the only other team that's even close to them. Yep. Um, in the central, Vancouver's also winning in regulation yeah. quite a bit. So you care less about that. <laughs> yeah. For right now. Yeah, totally. Um, but it's that's that's what gives me confidence in that. Uh, hey, we, we I've continually said, especially lately, this is not a recipe for success. The multi goal comebacks are not yeah. something that you can just rely on being part of your identity all the time. But knowing that you're comfortable in this situation, that you're not going to give it away, that you're not going to fall apart. Earlier in the season, they would get down by multiple goals and they would go away. And then they they started to win these games and now they're starting to win them more regularly than you would like just because it means they're down multiple goals. In it that regularly. Yeah. But the can't count them out factor of it. And and tonight, as you mentioned, they're down 1-0. They're down 2-1. They're down four two, they win seven four. Yep, that's that's, that's a, a tough team backs. to play against. <laughs> it's, it's it's hard. You're looking you're looking at the other side of it. You're Ottawa, and you're like, God, you guys just won't go away. You got to four two. The Evs didn't have any moment momentum whatsoever. What they? And then they get the the disallowed goal. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what I was gonna say. The like disallowed goal should have sucked the life out of the Avalanche, and instead, one minute later, Miko comes he's down literally and right after. Still, it's four three anyway. Yep. All right. But 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 all night they did that, right? It was always oh, yeah. like yeah. coming right back. It was a shift after both, goal, which is a big no no for the Senators. Yeah, both I mean, Ottawa's first and second all goal. the time. You know, yeah. Coming right back, and nothing bothers this team, and that's the beauty of it. You know, like it seems like they have that mentality that nothing is gonna shake them up, which is a good trait come playoff yeah. times, right? You know, so you're not panicking. They've won. They know how to do it. Their their leadership core is a championship one. Um, so when you're missing guys, when you're not getting saves, when you're, you know, getting bad calls, uh, or that offside, which is a right call, yeah. but it, it's still a momentum killer. Yeah. Nothing bothers lazy them. They come right back. Drewing, yeah. That was lazy. lazy. I didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was bad. But what a difference Woody Woodpecker makes too. That was fun. <laughs> One guy with legs. It's all it takes sometimes. And he flies. And that's, which like credit to Miles Wood. Because you, they zoom the camera in on that guy on the bench in the middle green. of the first period, and he looked like he was about to die. Yeah, <laughs> he looked green. <laughs> yeah, that first look back at him, and he's like, like Miles Wood is usually a pretty yeah yeah he's like you he's, he's, he kind of bounces yeah. around a little bit during games. You kind of yeah. see and he's just life. Like, <sighs> yeah, and he's like, holy <laughs> Jesus, there's no no replacing and no preparing for a shift in an NHL game. Yep. And then by the end of it, he scores a game tying goal, jumps over the stick, and you're like, "Oh, he's he's gonna go throw up on the bench, but he'll be fine." <laughs> yep. I need a bucket. Yeah. You ever puked Called on the him. bench in the NHL? No, there was a guy back then though, but that was his client, his Adrian and Pierre Sevigny was his name. Played Montreal a little bit. He had a bucket every shift. Really? Because of nerves and stuff. Sure. It was unreal. Like guys that were playing with him, like really, buddy? Like come on, like every <laughs> shift, it's gross, you know. <laughs> it's, it's gross. It's gross. Like it really. 
Hey, we're not talking about a snot rocket. You know, I mean, we're talking about like a how puke much, bucket. How much is it? He got to be out of food by the middle of the second Why period. I don't know what he did. Like, he was so nervous, this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I never played with him. I just know him because my dad was his agent. But yeah, Pierre Sevigny, Montreal, like uh, 1991. Yeah, I, would, oh, I was zero. Big puker. Are you? I'm not a puker. No, I'm talking about him. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. I also am, but yeah. that's no, not the I'm point. Not. Uh, let's go through some of the goals here. Uh, Avs put themselves down a penalty kill. They gave up the first goal of the game. I, I didn't have as big a problem with the Avs special teams tonight as I did against Montreal. Oh, well, with the penalty kill, I should say. Um, there were some bad power plays in this game, which we'll get to. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know. It, it's another thing on the list of stuff of late for the Az where you're like, you would like to see better. You would like to see them really lock it down. And and look, I get it. They're missing dudes. Yeah. But you got to find a way. Yeah. Look, the PK I wrote about this last night, um, the PK since December 1st is 22nd in the NHL. Not good enough. Oh, no. And I said it tonight. Remember I yelled? Gets scored like, on. Can't kill a penalty yeah. anymore. Gets, gets scored on. Yeah. What is it? 10 seconds in, 15 seconds in, uh, one goal, least, one shot. I think it was six seconds. It's like a block. Yeah, it's, a, it's a block shot. LOC's hurt. Yeah, I know. And Bad so luck. it's yeah. a free, it's a free one. It's a free look. Yeah. And you're looking and you, you see the replay with, from the camera behind the net in the uh, corner. And you're like, probably uh, would like to see him stop that puck. Yep. I think that would be a fair ask. Would ask it of Georgiev. So. Ask it of Anna. Yeah, he wants saves. I mean, that's again, you want a hot PK, I'll name you a hot goalie. goalie. I mean, that's fair enough. Fair enough. works, but they go hand in hand. Then you have Miko. My uh, my guy ate your dog. My guy ate tonight. Uh, it, it worked out for him. He picks up a couple of goals. Yeah, he he got the old Val Nachushkin on that first one. Yeah, I mean, that one uh, was pretty free. Great, great play by. Kill McCarr yep. on the handoff of yeah, McKinnon. You gotta be able to get in the inside and bunt it, you know. No, that's the first one, right? That was the bunt. The first that, yeah, no, it was yeah, a bunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why you don't like Come it? Come on, you gotta get a ball to be on the inside. If you're small and not feisty, you don't get on the inside. He's a moose. He's the big moose. Gets on the inside, bud. Uh huh. Well, it did go through, but it's Kill McCarr, the best player on the. That's planet. what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's what he I'm gets saying. credit yeah. for it, but he puts a stick down and no, kills no, the one. I know, but you got to be a big motion. The, you gotta the second one is badass. That no, is, no, that's, there's that's nothing vintage. to say about vintage. that, but that, for, that first one is that's I, a fantastic play from Kill Car. Get what you're saying. That's this is why I want to focus on the second one because it feels like it's been a long time since Miko has really ripped one into the yeah, back he's had a lot of these this bunt bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps scoring those types of goals. It, it was good to see him. Really rip one. And we've talked about it a lot, particularly on the Avs power play, which really struggled tonight. He's been way too deferential on that right side. So maybe get a little bit of confidence back in that shot, Miko. That's all I'm saying on that one. That's how you score 55. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that's exactly how you score 55. Yeah, that actually beating a goalie. And I wonder, just because we were talking about this uh, during the game, I wonder how much of an impact seeing that Molinsky goal that gets disallowed. How much does that, because it's certainly anecdotally, it felt like the Avs approach changed after Molinsky scores. I mean, it's an unscreen shot from pretty far out. It should not go in and it gets disallowed, but then immediately after, how does Miko score? 
It's not any of this cute stuff. It's not yeah. overplaying it. It's not looking for a free one on the back door. He just shoots it. Yep. And then immediately after that, the Avs were like, oh, it's like that. Yeah. Okay. He's big, but he doesn't know what's going on. That's, okay. That's a great point by you because what they're saying on the bench while it's being reviewed and it, <clears throat> you know, took way too long, by the way. <laughs> it was clearly offside. So yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But you know, for that, whatever, the few minutes it takes, that's what they're talking about on the bench. Guys, it's offside. Let's don't worry. Nothing bothers us. But hey, we learned some here. Shoot the puck. <laughs> and that's what they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easy. You know what I mean? Like it's, I was thinking the same thing. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, oh my God, just shoot the next puck. In. Yeah. He's been beat now like multiple times. Like by some not great goals. Like <laughs> real average shots. Yeah. Not taking anything away from the play Sam did coming from you know back of his end of his net all the way down, but you know this is you gotta it stop. Was, it was shot. a wrister from out high. You, you, you gotta stop that. If, if Annan gives that up, we're like, come on, dude. Yeah, exactly. You got us. You got to get in front of that puck. So yeah. I'm not gonna pretend that it was an incredible shot from Sam Molinsky, but it is one that I think changes the game. Yes, it does because it the Avs attitude. Yeah, very different after that, where they're like, we're just gonna we can just beat this dude. We don't have to get cute with it. And they don't, and they and they pile it up, run on away, him. they run away with it ultimately in the third period. Uh, yep. Trying to keep it loosely chronological here, Ottawa gets on the board ninety seconds into the second period to make it two one. Bit of a weird one, redirected in front, goes off the post, falls in behind Annan, and then gets jammed home by Ridley Grigg. God, does that feel like a lifetime ago? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, whatever. It's a bit of a weird one, but still don't like it. I don't like his dad. That's <laughs> that is that why? Yeah, his dad's awesome. He put a frozen fish under my bed in the miners. Rude. That Rude. must have smelled awful. But he had to switch hotel rooms. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> they had to bring security up to my room. And his dad was a funny dude. That sounds hilarious. That yeah. sounds so miserable. Dude. He was awesome. But one minute later, the Avs get that goal back from Jason Poland. Uh, Great breakout. Love Sam Malinsky makes an excellent breakout there. Right play by Frederick Olofsson. Just a little tap. Yep. I mean, this is a set play. Yep. This is a thing that teams run. That's right. And it's perfect execution by everybody involved. And let, let's be real here. If you are if you have a perfect breakout leading to a two-on-one from Sam Malinsky, Frederick Olofsson, and Jason Pullen. Love it. <laughs> that's... On a Sega Baba, where you're, and, and when your stars have been absolutely just played to death, doing yeah. everything that they can to, to get you there, that's a huge play. You need that. And you that, need guys and, beyond that first line. And that's you why there. you do those video sessions. Yeah. You know what I mean, right? It's because if you're a smart coach, like, and I've played for coaches, all they show you is those stupid plays, and then it's long, and then you're just like, after, like, honestly, you're sitting there for 10 minutes, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I don't want to hear him. You know what I mean? <laughs> If you're smart about it, I do believe the Avs are smart. You know, I do believe that the crew with with Brett and, and the coaches, they'll just show clips. It's a few clips, and this is one of them that they show, and this is where you can catch them. You know what I mean? And and when it works like that, and you're a good coach, then you show that one tomorrow. Yeah. And you say, hey, wow, you want to be an Oscar winner, not a bad actor. <laughs> especially, yeah, like that, right? especially from that sky cam angle where you can Absolutely. see the whole ice Absolutely. behind the net. Yeah. You can see what Molenski is seeing, and you're yep. like, look, Olofsson is in the middle of the ice. He's yep. holding a defender there. They have a bad breakdown. It opens up the center of the ice, and you attack. And that is what 
we'll we'll get to Sam Malinsky in a little bit here, but that's the appeal of Sam Malinsky as a depth D versus say Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson's not making that pass. He's putting it up the wall. He's doing he's good, safe, steady, repeatable, whatever. He's doing that over and over and over. Sam Malinsky sees it, goes for it, makes that makes that pass, and then Frederick Olofsson like you. Just a little one touch. It's not super complicated, but you still need to be able to make that play. Yep. And as we saw in this game, um, this is a bit of a sideswipe, and I'm sorry, but as we saw in this game, you need to have a baseline level of skill to be able to play in the NHL. And Frederick Olofsson, it, it kind of waxes and wanes like cycles of the moon sometimes with him. That's a nice play. Yep. You know, the as a direct comparison to a guy like Kiviranta who has multiple chances to make a difference in this game. Pucks pucks just skitter away from his. Yeah. And just flubs all of them where you're just like, you do all the hard work to get a scoring chance. And then at the very end of it, this guy just throws it away because he's not good enough to handle it. So it's, it's good enough from, from both of the other guys on the other end of this. We know Sam Malinsky can hang. We know that Sam Malinsky is, is showing himself to be at least, at least a, a rotational defenseman in the NHL, and and we would like to believe more than that at some point. But for right now, he is he is in this position, yep. and that is a great play. And the play from Olafson, and then the finish from Poland. And he doesn't get cute. He doesn't pass it. He's not overthinking it. He just shoots it. Maybe that should have been the uh, the lesson that we learned. Not the just shoot goal, yeah. the Poland one. Just shoot the damn thing, dude. Make that and, guy make the first save. And, and this is the conversation I want to have with Poland. Obviously, happy for the kid. First NHL goal. Awesome moment. But are you talking about a guy in Poland that maybe he just sticks around? Are you scratching Kivi Ranta? Are you putting yes. McDermott in the yes. press box? Yes. Like, yes. I, 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 I know you're saying yes. I'll say yes. But what I'm saying is we all love them yep. at rookie. Uh-huh. Yes. It was set up for success, meaning like he's an older guy, yeah. not an 18-year-old guy. Yeah. But he went to Vegas in that, whatever it's called, the rookie tournament. Did what he had to do. We noticed him. We were saying, oh, there's a separation. It was yep. like the first it's, period of the first game. Yeah. You and I are looking at each yeah, other like, who okay. is this kid? And and and, and I'm going to be negative here about him for a second here, because, but it's not warranted. He felt more comfortable in that environment because this yeah, is a, definitely, that's the, it is a 30-goal score in college, right? Yep. I mean, this is a good yeah. player. This yeah. guy, you saw, you saw him shoot the puck. Down. He's a good player. Is he going to be a 30-goal score in the NHL? No, he's not. But what you can do is you bring your skills that you have, and then you have an opportunity like tonight, then whoop, you zip it in. But here's what I want to see from him when he gets in the lineup again. I want to see a little more bite like he had. Yeah, for sure. Because we saw it, right? But it's easier said than done because I've been there. Like, you have to go there and then just put your shoulders down, breathe a little bit, and then just go. You know what I mean? And then be more free. It's normal. It's intimidating to play with Nate McKinnon. I'm talking about on the same team. Sure. Kale McCarr. So it's, it's, you know, now he's learning. Now he's got a few games under his belt. This will help him a goal. Yeah. And then if he can get out there, I mean, what were his stats in the American League this year? I think he had bagels. It, yeah. well, there wasn't a ton there. That's yeah. my point. And I know There's he got nothing, injured man. and everything, There's but nothing. it's nothing. But it doesn't matter. There's guys that don't get stats, but that can oh. play and help out at the NHL level. And this is one of them in my book. Sure. In my book. So if we see a little more bite there coming in Thursday in the bar, yeah. Boston, TD Garden, is it more fun than that? Like, come on, man. I know that's not it, Big well, Bad Bruins anymore, but. And you've seen some of it. There were a shift or two oh, yeah, 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 where no, you no, saw no, that I fourth line yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and do some of that. I like them. That's what I'm trying to say. I think we all like them, but. Thank you. 
you know, I want them to just even force it more. You yep. know what I mean? Sure. Like, come on, force it more. I, I think this will help him tonight. I, I think so, too. I think well, and, and he'll how, feel like he can play that's after right. a night like tonight. How long has it been that you have felt like Kiviranta was overmatched? 20 games? Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Like, he had that one 3.9 ages ago. That where was about it. Where it was yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. But for they've coaches, done it again. But for coaches like, like Betsy and those guys, it, it's, it's a comfort thing. Because yeah. he's got experience. He is a smart player. He is smart. Does he bring much? No. But that's why I'd like to. I think I think a guy like Poland eventually can probably give you more. Yep. He give you more bite, give you more zip, give you more pop. Just bottom six things. That, that's what I'm saying. Yep, I understand. Kiwi smart, and you can kill penalties. And the thing with Kiwi Ranta though is, it's incredibly unfair for me to draw this comparison and say this is entirely his fault. But you're saying he kills penalties. He does. Does he do it well? Well, does he kill penalties because? Like he's not there and Val's not there. Because yeah. when they're all there, does he? I mean, I'm just, again, this is a stupid question. It's, I, I, I'm just. If those guys are there. I'm having a blank right now. Probably not. He's that's not, even, he's not okay. even in your lineup if those that, guys that's, are that's, there. That's my point. Okay. Perfect. And so, so for me, it's, it's you bring Lekkanen in, yeah. McDermott goes out, right? Yeah. That feels pretty straightforward. It does. And even yeah. if you wanted to keep McDermott around, pulling on that right side should stay. I just. I know. I'm with you. Hey, you keep playing like this. You force them to make decisions. Yeah. That's what we say all the time. This is a good step in the in the road to becoming part of this rotation. Yeah. Eric, do you have the uh, chocolate almonds? Is that what you picked today? Circle K almonds. They were really good because they're good for you, almonds. There right? you go. Jeff, right? Sir. Let's yep. just ignore the chocolate part. No, that's yeah. dark chocolate's good for you. <laughs> Sorry, it was, well, was dark. It milk it was dark. Okay. Yeah, it was dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. For sure. We'll believe that. Go get yourself some delicious Circle K snacks today. You can sign up for Circle K's Inner Circle right now. Enter your email and phone, and you'll be fully enrolled. You get a bunch of amazing bonuses, including your first five Phillips of gas or 25 cents off. And, oh, it's 25 cents off a gallon. So that's like a lot off. Uh, and you get a bunch of other options, including snack deals every single weekend and other options. So go get with Circle K. Go to circlek.com slash inner circle today for more information. And you can sign up right now. Huge hit tonight. Yeah. The Circle K snacks were among the, the, the whole, Not The nuggets were here too. And they yeah. were digging in on them. It was it was. Fight awesome. broke off. Fight broke off. Doing us in the nuggets. Yeah, it's true. It was very Cobra Kai-esque. Yeah. Someone uh, tried to take somebody's snacks. It yeah. was on. It was Look, on man. from there. I was That's like, I was Hawk. <laughs> That's where I was. I want to see you with a purple mohawk. <laughs> I kind of want to see that too now, actually. <laughs> That'd be unreal. Uh, get the QR code. Go get your Inner Circle rewards today. And then once you got your snacks sitting down on the couch, make sure you got yourself Fubo TV. Fubo TV, the easiest way to get your Colorado sports right now, whether it be Habs, Nuggets, or otherwise. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, right? Only way to watch. I mean, that's the only way to watch it for me. I mean, I don't know how else to do it. Yeah, I'm not that smart. Understandable. Uh, Over 140 live channels, including sports, shows, movies, news, and more. You can get live TV on any device in your house. Uh, Don't break anything over there, bud. (laughs) What are you doing? Just ignore me. (laughs) 
Uh, there's no contract, no cable, nothing hard to deal with. You can start a free trial today over at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. And when you sign up, you get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. It comes with a thousand hours of cloud DVR storage, everything you ever need to watch TV. Stop having it be such a hassle for you. Get over to FuboTV.com slash DNVR or use the QR code on screen today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, let's do our winner shots here as chat did get us over 100 likes. So we appreciate you chat. Thank you very much. Some Ros- hard earned vitamin W Roscoe wants a purple mohawk. He wants likes <laughs> Oof, a lot way more than what you're at. Yeah. Uh, cheers. Vitamin W shots. But I'll find for a wig everybody. For it. I'll find a wig for it. There you go. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai <sighs> never dies. All right. Back into the hockey game. It felt like it obviously didn't slip away, but it felt like it was slipping away from Colorado a little bit in that second period. Uh, You end up giving up two goals in about a four-minute span in the middle of the period, and suddenly the abs are staring down, being 4-2 down in another hockey game on a Sega Baba. I, I, I know they persevere. I know, look, all the praise in the world for the abs to win this game. I know you guys are saying they are just this good. Well, and, and Ottawa also sucks. Like it's you take advantage of a bad team here. That's, sure. My point is, you got to stop doing this to yourself. Yeah. If you're Colorado, you're making your life so difficult every single night. And um, are the <laughs> are the Avs making their life so difficult, or can yeah. they just not get a save, bro? I've, well, their, their goalie is an Av too, so. Uh, I see the point there. I do. All right. And, and let, well, let's just have this conversation. I'll concede. Because, yes, I think the reality is, you, you look at the four goals tonight that Aaron lets in, I think you probably want at least two of them back. Let's go back. First one. Uh, first one, first one. Oh, uh, that was a power play one. Yeah, first one was the power play. Second one's kind of a weird bounce. The third and fourth. The third one is is the cut to the net. I didn't like that one. That one was not great for me either. Or actually, I think that was the fourth one. The third one was the second Greek goal. Um, either way, yeah. Yes, I think there are some goals you want back from Annan. But also, yeah. as Chat has pointed out eight hundred times, he got the nine hundred tonight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he did yeah, the thing. Giving up a bunch of shots on goal in garbage time to get him there. <laughs> yeah. It, but, it, look, it, it's just how it is. Yep. We've given Georgiev this credit too, where hey, once you got to a certain number, you stopped it. And and look for for we could talk about the goals against, but Annan made a number of big saves. He did on either breakaways or partial breakaways, odd man rushes. Yeah, we also have to just be completely trans and, and just be totally honest here. We're not somewhere. whoever that Kelly guy is for Ottawa needs two to, goals tonight. Should <laughs> just biffs two open nets. He just <laughs> blows them, and those are yeah. game changing plays. Yep. If they go the other way, game changing. <sighs> Obviously, they're goals. So he even he makes that first one. I think it become it's five it five three. I think it would have been yeah. five two or five three. I don't yeah. remember the timeline of it, Me but. Either. It would have been their fifth goal, and they would have extended that lead, and you just never know when the Avs would have run out of gas, but the Ugh. other one would have made it 5-6-5 to six, six, five Avs, so a little bit less impact. Yeah, but it would have still, you know, with like five minutes left where, yeah. yeah. 
And you just get lucky. And, and we've talked about, hey, the Avs have lost some games this year because they just didn't capitalize on chances. Yep. You just When you don't capitalize on those opportunities, it's really hard to, to create them. And when you don't capitalize on them, it's hard to win. And Ottawa outplayed the Avalanche tonight. Uh, they outplayed them. They as out, they should. They, mean, exactly. On a, on a as they about. should. Yeah. Yeah. It's a rested team at home against a traveling team that yeah. played last night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it looked like it by the end of that game, Ottawa outplays the Avs, but they get just enough. Their goaltender plays, Colorado's goaltender plays less bad than the other one, and they win. It's all good. Fair enough. We've given Georgiev a lot of credit for simply just being good enough. And Anandin was good enough tonight. Yep. It was just good enough. Yeah. I I like him. You guys know I like him. So I I like him better than Prospetov. Um, There was a guy back then. There's a documentary on the Oilers back then, right? They're talking about Grant Fuhrer. You know, if you look at those stats back then, obviously stats were different back then. But but they always said, and I play with Fuhrer. He's an awesome guy, by the way. Awesome goalie. It didn't matter if they won eight seven. When it was seven seven, he made that save. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> and that's what he was the best at. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying this is the way it should be. Yeah. But tonight I liked him when he made that. He made a few saves when the game was on the line. Yeah. And, and I like that. And it's not easy when you're already given cuatro. Yeah. In that you're night, getting it's lit mental. up a little you know, bit. You're like, oh god, it's not easy. It's easy to make a save when it's three nothing. You're up three nothing, and then you make a two pad stack. Yeah, 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 it's easy. But you know, <laughs> you've you've been on the 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 tirade tonight, so I want to hear yeah. it from you, Eric. Yeah, more games for Anandin. Oh, I would play. I mean, I I like him. I've always said it. What I'm saying is, we saw him Friday. We've seen him a lot. Obviously, I like his technique. I like his composure in the net. <clears throat> I like that he's a big goalie, but plays with reflex and and technique. He's not just a big goalie. You know what I mean? Oh. There's some guys like that, you know that. Like he was on the other end of the ice the tonight. Yeah, yep. he was better than the guy down the down the street from him today. I wanted to get into a rhythm a little bit. Like, can just play a game and then we'll see you in three months. You know what I mean? Like, and that's and that's the tough part. Um, I just want them to. If, if there's gonna, not going to be another option here, I, I'd like for him to be here. You know, and, yeah. and nothing against Prospect. I just think I like Anion better. I think it gives you a chance better to, to win a game when you're called upon. So I'd like to, for him to stay, you know what I mean? Find a way to stick around a little bit. I wouldn't mind if he played another one of the games on this road trip. Oh, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Like sure. a, to even, yeah. even Boston in a couple days. Yeah. Are you at a goaltender disadvantage? Yeah. I don't care. I want your gift to get rest. You need to try to unring that bell as much as you can. Yeah. Fair enough. I'd, I don't, I don't want him to rest. He got the entire game of rest, right? He's yeah. in the press box. He's not even on the bench tonight. Great. I don't want him to get that kind of rest and then play the rest of the games before they are before the before the break. This is what I would say. If the Avs aren't willing to give Anandin more opportunity, they should just stop drafting goaltenders. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, because they've... I mean, this, I, again, AJ, you and me were talking about it in Vegas. What was it, <clears> five <throat> years ago? That You saw him. I saw him. I was there at the same yeah. tournament. Anaheim, maybe? Yeah. The rookie tournament in Anaheim. I mean, yeah. that's, what is that, five years ago? So you're sure. developing him. You're, I mean, give and take. Four or five. Four or yeah. five. I mean, it was in the before times. Yeah. <laughs> it was before COVID, so whatever yeah. that is. Um, so anyway, what I'm saying is they've really taken their, you know, 
Yeah, I the resources with them, and you know, I, I don't. Know, I really like them. Uh, obviously, like there was an untimely injury for him. Yeah, through part of this season, but yeah. he's put up pretty good numbers in the AHL yeah. over the course of the last couple of years. He's proven he can play okay in the NHL before this year. He had yeah. one good game, one bad one. He's a proven good goaltender in the AHL, yeah. and if that means yeah. if that means he's just a number three for an organization, okay. But you haven't given him a legitimate opportunity yeah, exactly. to show anything. And, and, and that's tough. The difference between a guy like Anand and Prozvatov is that you claim Prozvatov off yeah. waivers. He hasn't shown a whole lot either. Yeah. Why is why is this guy getting put in front of a guy that you have developed and put resources into and has played well? Yep. If he'd been getting lit up like Arvid Holm yeah, in the AHL this year, story. then you're like, look, he can't even play in the AHL. What are we doing here? But Anand has proven he can play yeah. in the AHL. And tonight tonight is not a banner night for Eustace Anand. No. It's just no, not. No. But it's good enough. Yeah, and he he wins the game, and you're like, okay, you, you don't feel any better about your goaltending problems as a team. You got away with this one in that in that way in tonight. That you regard, did. You sure. got away with it because you had the perfect opponent. Yeah, and and a team that gives up a lot. <laughs> you got the goal support. Tonight, it's it's sure. also a yeah. tough assignment tonight because the one thing that Ottawa can do pretty well at times is score some goals. Yep. And it's a Sega Baba. It's on the road. Your lineup is beat up. Yeah. You know, some of the guys in front of them, um, it's not a good night for the team in front of them. They get outplayed. Yeah. So it's it, it hilariously, Ananin comes out on the right side of all the goaltender metrics in this one. The 900 save percentage is fine. It, but he also is going to have about a half goal saved above expected it, when, all, when is, it's all said and done. You know, it's not amazing. Funnily enough, the Avs have played a lot of games this year where they give up 25, 26, whatever shots. Yeah. And and that's where it's a tough look for Gyriev. On the one side, he's not looking, he's not playing super well. On the other side, he's not got a lot of work. Yeah, if he was giving up four every night on 40 shots, yeah. we would probably have a different... Exactly. The conversation about him would be like, okay, 40 shots every night? What's happening here? Yep. Which is what Anna then faced tonight. Yep. Just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's 4-3 with the Miko goal uh, at the end of the second period. You get into that third Such period. Such a great shot, too. Uh, just I mean, a missile. Yep. And it's, again, Gerard. the breakout on it. Yep. Gerard, a rocket from off the defensive the zone. Off the wall. That was not it's, a muffin. That it's was a around yep. the line change of Ottawa, yep. which we only yeah. know that because they show us three broken angles <laughs> of it. We had to piece it together <laughs> like little sleuths. But, you know, because camera work is apparently very difficult. And Nathan McKinnon just, this isn't complicated. He just gets it and he's like, okay, well, my guy's 17 feet tall. I'm going to put it out in front of him. <laughs> just click, just, just glances off that stick of the, the sense player. Works out. Gets yeah. to Miko and then Miko just beats the shot of, of all the goals to score tonight. The best shot yeah. for my money. Of any of them, yeah. Yeah. And that ruled. And, and it, when, when you, uh, coming off of a, disallowed goal to score that right away. Yeah. Big lift. We're only one play back. Yeah. We we know that we are one play better Not than these the guys. Even the refs can stop us tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we know that we are one play better than these guys. And so you go in 4-3 and the third period started and it felt like yeah. This is inevitable, right? <laughs> but the way these goalies are playing, like yeah. And and it takes 4 minutes for the one guy in the game for the yeah. Mayhaps size that has legs. It's the third period. Miles Wood, the guy who gets on his horse, gets to the net, yeah, ties the game. Yep, he's it, huge to that lineup. He's huge yeah, to that lineup. It wasn't his only good opportunity of the oh. night either. That's nice play on those LOC's goal on his knees. And yep. Remember? Yeah, it, 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 
keep in mind, whatever percentage of health Miles Wood was at playing sick or whatever tonight, you go from an actual defenseman in your forward lineup <laughs> to Miles Wood. Like, <laughs> and on a Sega, but we talked about this going in on the Sega Baba, not playing last night. You want to know where I feel like, because last night I was very critical of, hey, you set this lineup for failure and ultimately fell apart and failed. Yeah. Getting Miles Wood with fresh legs for this game ended up being a, a jolt success. that they yeah. needed. That's right. And it paid off. Yep. That is a little bit of win. After a couple of games where I was pretty annoyed with the Caleb Jones at forward thing, I was I didn't love that. Yep. Um I still think it was a bad decision to I do too to utilize Jones in that way. I don't mind the eleven seven decision. If he's not healthy, he's not healthy, whatever. But Using, you know, holding wood back for the extra day and then putting him in on the Sega Baba where he has fresh it legs. You the night for sure. Nice little bit of help there because yeah. Ottawa might be thinking, okay, one one goal game they played last night. We're going into a third period here. Let's, you know, they're going to get tired as this period goes on. And then Miles Wood just up the wall. Nah, man, I'm just faster than you. Yeah. Well, he is faster than anybody. Just dances around him, and credit to Miles Wood. That's a great play. The hard cut to the net, and then the finish over top, and then the Selly jump over the over the goaltender, over the stick. Yep. Good luck, bud. Hell yeah. That's just <laughs> cool. Those are that, that, those are the, the cool points. That gets you to Tide. And then, uh, so look, Eric will tell you, Ottawa had a whole lot of no-nos tonight. Oof. Ooh, yeah. I think their season is a no-no. Everything they do is no, but that's cold, bro. Everything that they, is cold. But Everything bro. they do is a no-no. Is the coldest thing you've ever said. But that's why they lose all the time. They lose those games that they're ahead. And I mean, Jacques Mark, Jacques Martin, my old coach, uh, said it when they played the Avs a few weeks back. Right? Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is exactly why this team's struggling. Yeah, that was his like third game or second yeah. game as the coach because they don't play the right way. And that's why I say it was the perfect opponent tonight. Like, you can only play this game yeah, on the schedule. True. It was perfect because this is a team that they just don't know how to defend. And you saw it tonight. Forget about the goalie, very average, but still, they give up stuff that you're like, whoa. Like, they don't know how to lock it down. They don't yeah. know how to play the right way. And it's it's a ball hockey game. You know, like, you go. <laughs> Yay. You know what I mean? Like, street yeah. hockey. So, I agree. I don't think DJ Smith was the problem. You know what I mean? So, I'm just... Ex Avalanche DJ Smith, but I don't know. I mean, it was uh, it, it was the perfect opponent. You know what I mean yeah. for for this game. And you get into that third <laughs> period, you're against a team where you knew the Avs' legs were going to run out. And what does Ottawa do? They take a penalty. Yeah. And look to that point, the Avs' power play had been horrendously bad. Their second power play of the game, there were more high danger chances from Ottawa than there was for the Avs. And then that ended up being true again. Yeah, yeah. except you got the first unit off. You put the uh, hodgepodge second unit on. Yeah, the one that we were like, why even bother? Because Sam Malinsky exists is apparently why you bother. <laughs> Sam Malinsky ends up scoring what goes on to be the game-winning goal. Right. <laughs> he gets his goal back that was taken away earlier in the game. A, a bit fortunate that Sogard like drops his stick and some weird stuff ends up happening. Yeah, he's but. trying to pick it back up and then he's trying to fight through traffic and then he's not at all prepared for the shot that comes in. And, you know, that's hockey, man. I mean, stuff happens. Yep. 
It does. You had a, the last night the game winning goal got scored because two defensemen were playing a <laughs> kid. What's going on? It goes between both of their legs. I can't guy, find it. The guy's diving and just slaps a puck in. You know, it's like weird shit happens in hockey. Yes. <laughs> it decides hockey games all the time. What was it? What was our second intermission tweet tonight? I forget what we said exactly, but there's something about how stupid of a sport hockey is. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the dumbest sport that we have chosen to love. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam Malinsky, we we had the conversation about Poland. I get it. Sam Malinsky archetypally is not similar to Jack Johnson, but is this a guy playing his way into the lineup in March, April, so on? I mean. When it looks good, dude, you're like the difference between the best of Sam Malinsky and the it's best of Jack so Johnson is it's significant. No. But you still worry about the end zone defense. And and to be honest, I worry about Jack Johnson's end zone defense. It's not like it's incredible. It's not. It's just a different type of yeah. player, right? And I think that because Sam Malinsky is very samey. A lot of the guys to the to sure. Gerard and Byram and McCarr. Ooh, Gerard, amazing tonight, by the way. Yeah, your my dog. dog. Circle K. Yeah, dog I. Uh, that I think that's the only reason that this is difficult. If the Avs didn't already have four of those guys, you know, between Taves, McCarr, Byram, and Gerard, uh, Sam Malinsky would be an easy like. How many defenses around the league right now would Sam Malinsky? You just be like, he's just on that defense. Yeah. He'd be like a top four guy in St. Louis. <laughs> We're just people catching strays out here today. <laughs> I'll always give strays to St. Louis. Fair. Fuck those guys. I'm, I'm down. I'm just saying. That defense sucks, dude. It's bad. Like, like this is just to say, and you look at the underlines for Sam Malinsky. They're good. This isn't even just like a, we like Sam Malinsky and he plays for the Avs, so yeah. we think he's good. He has produced. He fits the style. He's the archetype. He's the guy that that I think makes it easier. If you wanted to get wild at the deadline and move a Gerard or a Byram right now, Sam Malinsky makes it a more palatable thing to for, for you to do because you have a guy that you could slot into that job. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that they do it. I'm saying if they decide that that's what's best for them, you, you have can a plan. see the roster yeah. math play sure. out there. You can see, yeah, the, they have a plan. It's not just a YOLO, we'll just figure it out. Sam Malinsky has made that. We talk about guys making them make decisions. Sam Malinsky has made this a harder conversation. And the only reason that he gets sent down if they're healthy, if Byram comes back in the next couple of days, and Malinsky probably will have to go back down, it's entirely because they want him to just keep playing in the AHL. Totally. Not because they want him to just sit. They want him to just keep playing. Just keep playing games. Just stay in rhythm. Because we we saw just how this worked. He goes down. He keeps playing games for the Eagles. He comes right back up. He has missed no beats. He jumps right back in the lineup and has been exactly the guy he was before. There's ups and downs. I liked him on the rewatch against Toronto. I didn't think he was great last night. I thought he was pretty solid tonight. Yep. And when you have production, sometimes production just trumps process. When you're yep. talking about guys on the fringes of the roster, Sam Malinsky's production has been solid enough that you're like, uh, we need to at least have the conversation. It's something you need to consider. And to be honest, Caleb Jones has done similarly. They clearly prefer Sam. Oh, and I would also prefer Malinsky over Caleb Jones. But 
you have to feel like those your seven and eight guys, you're seven and eight right now. You have to feel really good about where they are. I like it because they're different styles. You got options. You sure. got options for whoever your opponent is, or you know, like in a playoff series. You know what I mean? So, and even Jack to that extent, right? You know, they're just just different. I think it might be less about your opponent and more about the inevitable injury that. Or, or yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, if everyone's healthy and you know, well, if, can go on. If Jack Johnson gets injured, maybe you go with Caleb Jones. That's if my point. Sam Gerard gets yeah. injured, maybe you go with Sam Malinsky. Different styles. Yep. yep. Exactly right. Uh, all right. On that note. Make sure you're getting yourself some Breckenridge Brewery to get yourself the beer of DNBR. We got eight different kinds on tap down here at the bar. Breck Brew is a flavor for everybody. Seriously, dozens of flavors available from them. You can find them at your local liquor store anywhere in the 50 United States when you go to breckbrew.com and use their beer locator online there. Also, check out their merch. They've got a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, no frozen fish under your, your bed. But <laughs> cool stuff nonetheless. And once you've had your beer, <laughs> uh, make sure you're getting yourself over to Snarf's here in Colorado. Yes. Bunch of different locations. Absolutely delicious sandwiches. You cannot go wrong. We seriously have them once a week at least. Eric will bring them in for our pregame dinner. Love them. And they're so good. It, it, I I feel bad because Eric always asks for our orders and I just don't say anything. Yeah, you're just like, just give me a sandwich. A We're sandwich. good. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you get. I have really taken to that ham and cheese. It's so good. It's go. so basic, but it's so good. They, dude. they do the basic good. They do the complicated good. They do the wacky and wild good. Whatever you want. Snarfs has it covered when it comes to sandwiches. Go check them out. I think there are 11 locations now, I want to say. Uh, they're popping everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're popping up. So there's probably one near you. Get yourself some Snarf sandwiches. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Um... The Avs ultimately kind of end up running away with this one in the third period. Uh, they score, what is it, four goals on 13 shots, I think. So guard a bit of a tough period for him. <laughs> but. Sucks to suck. You you see it kind of start to come from everywhere tonight. Yeah, you have Nico at the top scoring multiple goals. You have your defense heavily involved like you regularly do for the Colorado Avalanche. But you also got the previously mentioned goal from Miles Wood. You get a dagger goal from Logan O'Connor. That's a nice one. We know some of these guys are playing higher up in the lineup <laughs> than they should be. <laughs> but can you take games like this, especially as the Avs start to get some guys back? Are these confidence builders for some of these depth guys? Oh, sure. I mean, because you you want to help out. Like I always say, remember I was telling you, like you, you go in 10 game segments and you're like, oh my God, I have bagels I have zero you know what I mean it's like oh god yeah. I gotta help out sagging for you know what I mean so it goes through your head even though you're not asked to do it you kind of expect it to at some point you know what I mean so you, you play forward you gotta score I mean at some point you can't go 20 30 games without scoring I mean unless you play three four that's tough I'm, I'm not gonna I've done it it's tough you need a really long stick hey, from look. the bench to put that puck in on a rebound you know Owen I mean? like, scored he played what six minutes no I know but again let's go I'm you know those elbows out, we find for roster spots, baby. You know what I mean? It, yeah, it's just it's tough. like I don't know. It's just tough. But this was always the argument that Bedner made when he played Gabe Bork six minutes, and I was always like, "Come on, man, what's the point of this?" And he was like, "He's only playing six minutes." I'm like, "That's you decided that." <laughs> <laughs> it it's good to see for like let's be real a, a team that 
if their starting lineup on game one of the playoffs was this, their forward depth isn't good enough right now. No, I agree. No, no, no. But then again, you know, when I was saying about the goal on LOC's goal, like it was a nice play by Wood. You know, he ends up on his knees and throws the puck back to him. And, you know, again, well, you know, that didn't look really good on that goal, the goalie. But, 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 but it, still. Look, these are the guys that can get you through That's a right. game in January yes. when you have a bunch yeah. of guys hurt. Okay, but just for the record, Logan O'Connor right now. Remember, this guy's making a million dollars for you. 19 points, 19 points in 43 games. Yeah, so he's on pace for like 37, 37. 38 point yeah. pace. Yeah. Career high of 26 points. Uh, he's one goal behind his career high right now. That eight. He's been he he's been on a really uh, hot love. stretch. He has points in like seven of eight games yeah. right now. He's on that part of the year for yeah, him. exactly. But love that's it. it is no coincidence that he's on that part of the year when there are injuries and he's playing up in your lineup. You needed it, and he's been the. Bedner's like safety blanket replacement of JT Comfer. If I need an answer, I go to I go to Logan O'Connor. Logan O'Connor has produced. Logan O'Connor has made he he makes winning plays, man. I mean, he's just he's around the puck, makes good decisions. He does if if Kiviranta didn't suck, they might have had a shorthanded goal tonight. Yep. Straight up. Because Logan O'Connor just he, he wins a puck up against up the, the wall, wall. Yep. and then he forces it out and he beats the he beats he gets around him, he gets the puck going, creates a two on one that's shorthanded, and you know, Kivironta just boots it because the guy sucks. But <laughs> like Logan O'Connor just makes everybody around him better. He creates opportunities for the guys around him. He is he's the perfect glue guy for your lineup. And we've seen him. It's, it's should we should we have him for the heart right now? Or <laughs> do you want him? Do you want him to to play eighteen minutes? Do you want him to play sixteen minutes? No, I love him. No, but as love a him. fourteen minute guy that plays on your PK, that is like one of your prime PK guys. He's aces. Uh, but I'll tell you what he is too. Aces. I'll tell you what he is. Besides being aces, he knows what he is. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because when you lose track, of sometimes when you're asked to do more. And what you really are asked to on a normal lineup, you can lose track of what you are. And I tell you that joke all the time. Like, you know, I heard that from Ty Domi back then. I'll say it again. Yeah. Right? When a crusher tries to become a rusher, he often becomes an usher. And that is so true. But Logan, there's no issue. He knows what he is. Yeah. And he'll never change. Even if he scores three goals tomorrow or whatever it is, Thursday, he knows what he is. And he knows what got him into this league. And he knows what's going to keep him into this league. Hopefully not at that same salary. Right? Hopefully, he gets I mean, he's looking at what Miles Wood is making. and going, Absolutely. And good on him. That's my floor. He's awesome. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Just for a team that I think has had to rely pretty heavily on their stars quite often lately. Yes. You did get two goals from Miko. You had two assists from McKinnon. But it really was a team effort tonight. Logan yeah. O'Connor, multi-point night. Miles Wood, multi-point night. Sam Malinsky, multi-point night. And then Sam Gerrard, a three-point night with three Oh, assists. by the way, yeah, Sam Gerrard, three assists and plays great. Yep. It, it's it, great. Everybody was, was clicking, was making it work tonight. Even Ryan Johansson had a point, so that's how you know the whole team was going. <sighs> Talk about a nausea. <laughs> no, we're, we're positive here. He's he not a, won he's this not a, game. That guy's not a crusher or a rusher. He's just there. Is he a susser? Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you he's not a susser. Hellebuck got 946 again tonight. Must be nice, bud. 
he should be in the heart conversation. At this point, I think that's fair. He's freaking up there right now because it's every night. Yeah, I'd have him every over Quinn night. Hughes. It's every night. It's crazy. All right. Absolutely wild game. Big picture. The Avs moved to two and one on this road trip. They put themselves back on the horse of what has been a really good, you're now pushing 15 game stretch. Yeah. From Colorado. With, yeah. That, it's two regulation losses in that time. I guess three regulation losses if you go back 15 games. But it, it's been good. <laughs> this team has been really, really good. Even if you look at some of these games and you don't love the having to come from behind and maybe the goaltending hasn't been the best. Yeah, there's it's 15 games and there are real nitpicks. Yep. There are real things that you're looking at. This is not like Winnipeg. Where there, there are 15 games, like eight of them against the bottom six teams against the NHL, by the way. I'm just saying. But it's not like Winnipeg where you look at their game and you're like, that's pretty much perfect. Yep. They don't give up goals. They don't give up chances. They score. You can't do that every night. Yeah, well, and it's like their power play sucks. End of story with Winnipeg. You're like, okay, there's the thing that you get better. With Colorado, you're like, well, their goaltending needs to get way better. <laughs> they're they're their penalty kill needs to get way better. Power play just stop giving up chances. Lines, <laughs> lines beyond their first need to get way better. Like it's like big chunks of Colorado's game, which is why we're saying this is unsustainable to succeed like this. But also it plays to what Colorado's biggest advantage is. They've got the talent at the top of their roster yep. to succeed like this. Yep. Another bill. It's almost like they built a good team. Wow. <laughs> almost like they know what they're doing. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> they don't seem to care about their second line center position. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Go read his pieces Stop. before you lose your mind. He just wrote a giant piece about how the Evs have to get it. That was a layup right there. For Rudolph. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but the meetings are starting tomorrow. Yeah, it's getting our um, meetings. Our day. meetings, too. Our trade yeah, deadline fun, meeting funny, is tomorrow. Funnily enough. Our content meeting is tomorrow, too. Yeah. We got some super chats here. Whoops. Uh, $2 from Vaguely Sober uh, with a super sticker. Vibe surrounded with little purple stars. Thank you, Vaguely. And then another five with the sweaty boys for Eustace, Poland, Malinsky, and just the sweaty boys. We out here. Eustace <laughs> on it in a 900. <laughs> we're it's like a, it's like a thing it. where we're like, on a very, very large technicality, the first Avs goalie to post a save percentage with a nine in 2024. <laughs> large Because the other one was a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technicality. Yeah. <laughs> numbers, guys, right there. Jesus, this is how numbers fit the narrative <laughs> right there. That's a good example of it. $5 from Banks who says, new betting plan. Wait till the Avs go down by two, then hammer the money line. Honestly, yeah, it's a pretty good plan. <laughs> a couple games in a row have made that happen. <laughs> it's good money, I tell you. Wait until uh, Vegas catches on, though. You start to see the Avs down by two at plus 110 or something, and you'll be like, what the hell? Yeah, like, come on now. <laughs> what is this? Uh, $5 from Stefan who says, question for Eric. After a Sega Baba, would the team catch some sleep in Ottawa or hop a flight tonight to Boston? Good question. Uh, it's not always the same. Uh, first of all, it's plane av availability. So they use charters that the NBA uses and NHL uses and 
So a lot of times it's all done in the summer anyway, by the way. So it's not a last minute thing. Obviously the only thing that has changed last minute is the weather. But uh, what you try to do on a game like tonight is you try to get to, to Boston, your next destination tonight. Um, obviously when you leave Canada, there's the border issue and, you know, not an issue, but it does take a little bit of time. So you're probably having a, you know, half hour, um, to the trip there. Cause you got to clear, uh, customs and then, uh, but you want to go there. You want to be in Boston, same time zone. Uh, you know, you want to get there. It's a five then, o'clock, well, yeah. seven o'clock local, but yeah, not, not a it's super not, late start. It's not yeah. bad. And then you want to be there and then, you know, you get up, you're in Boston, Probably have a day off in Boston. This is going to be three and four. Yep. We'll probably have a meeting. I just want the guys to just be there and not travel that day just to kind of relax. So, again, that's what you try to do, you know. Easy peasy. Get out that night. Busy man. And you can't I, sleep right after a game anyway. I'll matter. tell you. So, after the Boston game, would they go? they would go straight to Philly then, right? They, yeah. Well, it depends. Again, you know, sometimes, like. I played in the East. It's so different. When I was with the, in the West, it's so crazy. It's so it's so the nuts. Are so well, you go in the East, man. like Boston to Philly. I mean, why well, actually Rangers to Philly? It was we would take just the the train oh, at Madison Square yeah. Garden underneath at Penn Station, just get on the train, and get there, and go right to the hotel, go up the stairs, be in the hotel. So, um, Boston, they're gonna. It depends. Again, it depends on the flight. Like some teams like to, you know, it sounds stupid, but it's like you want to get out. Get on the bus, get on the plane, get to the hotel. You there, and yeah. then you're there, and it doesn't. I, I, I'm going to say something very stupid here, uh, but sometimes it just coaches like that because not that the guys need to be kept, keep kept on a leash, yeah. but it's less chance to go out or you know what I mean, like to you know have sure. a late night and a few pop. You know what I mean? So it's just easier to just get on the flight, get to the next destination, and that's kind of the bit, idea yeah. behind it a little bit too. Do you think it would also mitigate some of the wear and tear of travel? If they so they're gonna get to Boston tonight. They're gonna get there. It's gonna be late, but they're gonna be there all day tomorrow. Yeah, and then they're gonna play. And then if they were to just sleep there yeah. again, yeah. it's not a long trip from Boston to Philly. So they could just get up. Yeah, the next day. That's what I'm saying. And then yeah. fly down to Philly. It, it's instead a of do it immediately after the game. Yeah, it's a preference for coaches. It's a. It depends what they like. Or and again, it goes down to plane availability. You know? Yeah, but I like to just go. I used to like to just go and go to the next city. You know what I mean? Like not sleep over. And, yeah. You know. yeah. This is a dude who hopped the red eye to Boston. Just go. Both yeah. ways in 24 <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah, no, so I, just, I just like to go. To watch an exhibition hockey yeah. game, by the way. <laughs> All good. Uh, next one, $2 from RTV who says, Snow on the bunga good. Make puck go net. Very much so. This is a deep cut. It's, yeah, you gotta you gotta know the deep lore of, of this YouTube channel to, <laughs> yeah. to be in on that one. Uh, you, you, lost you gotta be there. part of it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not part of it. I'm on the outside. Uh, five from Melanie, who says, "I heart the Avalanche and DNVR." Thank you, Melanie. Always here, hanging out in chat. Uh, and then five dollars from WB, who says, "AJ Bednar seems to prefer the college free agents over the current draft picks. Is it the college experience, age, or something else?" Yeah, I mean, experience uh, and age go hand in hand, so it's easier to trust a guy like that because they're just a more emotionally mature. They have a a higher baseline that you can expect. And and I think Eric, you could tell me if I'm wrong here, but when coaches are looking at, especially at the bottom of a roster, because most of these guys, if they're coming in and they're going to be part of the middle of the roster or higher, you can live with a lot more mistakes because the the upside yeah. is there. But when you're looking at guys at the bottom of the roster, it's what does this guy look like eight, eight games out of 10? Yeah. 
we when these guys give their A games, all these guys can play. All the guys in the AHL you can can apps. The first the, the Riley Tufty, a good example. The first game Riley Tufty gets called up. That's the best Riley Tufty can play in the NHL. And we haven't seen it. We didn't see it since in the other games that he was up here. And you saw you saw a low a, a level that was much lower than that first game. Yeah. And that's why he's back with the Eagles and has been for a while. And other guys have gotten chances. AHL All Star though. Yeah. Good for him. And and he's been great there. Because he has figured out that level, and that's great. That's a big – he hadn't figured out that level until yeah. this season, yep. and that's a big step for him. It's not done with Riley Tufty. His no. game is still developing. Yep. He could you – know, this year is a huge part of his development, and then maybe next year, wherever he is, it could be here, it could be somewhere else. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how he continues to develop, and if he does, this might be it for him. Like, this might be – the, the top, but this year was a good step in that development. Uh, a guy like Sam Malinsky has come in and shown his lower level is still NHL caliber. And that's where it's easier for a, a guy like Bednar to just say, yeah, we'll play him. We'll live with it. We'll live with these, with the, with the downside of his game, because when you see the upside of his game, a night such as tonight, where he very much fits in offensively, very much plays their style, does a lot of the things that you want to see. It's easy to, to to keep him in. And I can add to that is um, having lived it and having seen it, like, you know, working with teams is the toughest thing to do. And it's it's it sounds so easy to do, but it's not. And I'm going to use a word, and you've heard me say it before, it's consistency. It's the toughest thing to achieve as a player. And that's why a lot of people don't stick in the NHL because they're not consistent. Yeah. And... And you've heard me say it, and you've heard guys say it, like, take Cogliano, you know. Consistency is longevity in this in this world. It is. And if you're consistent, you'll have longevity. But it's tough to attain uh, because you need to get the trust of the coaching staff. You need yeah. to get the trust of management. And, and it takes time. It takes time sometimes. And, and that's why you take an 18-year-old that's a draft pick that probably doesn't have it. I mean, it, it's the best league in the world. It's yeah. a tough league to play it takes time to get, unless you're Connor Bedard or, you know, first overall, it's different. Yeah. But mm. if you're just a kid and then you take Poland, for example, that's 24, 25, whatever he is, or Sam Malinsky, yeah. there's a big difference because they'll attain that consistency quicker and probably, you know, uh, in an easier way than, and the NHL is not a place where you learn <laughs> To, yeah. You learn on the fly. Yeah. Coaches will just lose their jobs, and that's why they don't play. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. I mean, right? I mean, unless you're like Chicago, for example, this year. You know, yeah. Luke is awesome, by the way. Luke is awesome. But there's there, some growing pains, and they'll go through them, right? You there know? are four teams in the NHL that are okay with you not being ready right now. That, that's it. Other that's than that. It. Well, and like varying degrees there, because when you are a team that has the highest standard um, imaginable and says, hey, was Stanley Cup, you know, we always look at Logan O'Connor as a success story because he is, but also remember the path for that guy. <laughs> it he came in and did not do a lot in his first like fifteen games. Like it was like a breakaway here, breakaway there, but it wasn't very loud. It takes time. And then you remember in the bubble is when he became a full time player. Yep. And when did it happen? It was game five of the second round. They bring him in because the the team had gotten beat up. They needed a change of pace. They bring him in. His first shift, he goes out and smokes somebody. That's right. And he's been with the Avs ever since. It took time. It wasn't like Logan O'Connor and just just walked in and was like, yeah. hey, I'm this guy every day. It took time. Same thing happened with Ryan Graves. They brought Ryan Graves in. 
And that was a guy who had been through the ringer, had expectations. Declared waivers. With with All the Rangers, times. he had expectations. They thought he was going to make the team. Did not. Disappointed a great deal uh, in their training camp. Gets set down. Was obvious he was not in their plans after that. And the Avs really, pick him up in the deadline, and it was just a minor league deal. He really didn't even play that well in the AHL. No, and, and it was a second half. We need a body. We need a guy. We're going to give him a look. We've kind of seen some things. And I remember talking with somebody that was working for the Avalanche at the time, and they and they said, look, we're, you know, he's a seven guy. Yeah. We think he's a seven, and we're going to see what he has to give us. And then that guy ended up playing on a second pairing in a postseason for the Avalanche by the end of his time here. And then he got he he gets dealt for a second round pick. Yep, in a situation where the Avs had no leverage because of the expansion draft, he signs a big free agent deal in Pittsburgh. It takes time for some of these guys, and and it takes a team that's willing to be patient. But it takes it. It's hard for a guy to stay positive. You you, I I guess I'm just sideswiping a lot of dudes tonight, but sounds hot. Martin Kaut is a good example of a guy that just on the mental side of it. Couldn't handle it. Yeah. He just could not understand. He couldn't grasp the reality that. Good point there. 21 years old is not the end of the world. Yeah. 22, 23. You know, and when Sam Molenski comes in at 25, he has an extremely short leash. Yep. He had he has this year to prove it before the Avs kind of mentally are like, all right, we gave him looks. Yep. Sam Molenski, I was just looking. as why I was looking at my phone a little bit ago. He has nine points in 19 games. I think. And now I suddenly doubt those numbers because they sound really high. <laughs> He's still good. It might be eight points. Either way, in, I think it's eight and he nineteen. Had, he had it, two tonight. That tell you that much. That is, I mean, you're talking very, very impressive for a rookie playing limited minutes. That's not a guy getting power play time. He's playing twenty minutes a night. He's playing like fourteen minutes sometimes and producing the way that he has. It's very impressive, but it's easier for those guys. They're older. They've been through more. Sam Malinsky undrafted goes through a whole college career way more experience way more age and it's easier for a coaching staff to say all right this guy is more of who he's going to be not an oscar olison he's still to this this is year one of oscar olison's elc so however we feel about him we feel about him but the abs have three more years of developing him as long as he keeps working as long as he keeps whatever he could come out on the other side of that thing an nhl player too it just takes time. And in, in, in one of the areas where the Avs have struggled is knowing when to get those guys in, when to give them opportunities, and when to give them a leash. Yep. Because they have pulled the rug. Ben Myers is a great example of this, in my opinion. I agree. Ben Myers, for my money, Ben Myers is better than Kivi Ranta. Same. And Ben Myers should be in the NHL right now over Kivi Ranta. He's not, for whatever reason. There's, there's a multitude of reasons that play into that. He is not, and I think he's going to get an opportunity with another organization sooner than later. And we'll see how he does. You know, we thought that that would be the godsend for Tyson Jost. He's in the AHL. And worked for him. Yep. Uh, all right. We did anyway. get two more from Stefan, who says, uh, thank you for the breakdown, Eric. Uh, and then $5 from Wilson, who says, uh, Sam the Ham Malinsky, better than your favorite player. My favorite player is Kale McCarr. Yeah, he might not be better than Kale. That's a tough look. Either way. And Andre Sachinikov. Go bet on your favorite player with DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you can use code DNVR to sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook today. Put in $5, put a bet down, and get $200 in bonus bets with DraftKings. Go jump on it. Go have some fun. Go bet on the abs to come back from crazy deficits. Go bet against the abs to emotional hedge. 
anything in between. Uh, bet on Nikola Jokic to get a triple-double and still lose to Joel Embiid. It's 8-19. and 19. You had it wrong. You were so close. For Malinsky. Yeah. You were so close. Uh, still 8-19 for a defenseman? That's good. That's good, yeah. That's never really. played in the league. That's never played in the league. That's good. Bet on Sam Malinsky to score some points with DraftKings if that's your thing. Eight points in 18 games. He's averaging 14-18 of ice time. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. Pretty that's good pretty, P60 right there. pretty man. efficient, man. It's pretty efficient. Whatever you do with DraftKings, make sure that you are 21 or older, physically located in one of the states where gambling is legal. And if you have a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. We can also text in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Woo. 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 That's it. That's all we got for a wild game, a wild show, a wild night. Oh, special shout out to the guy who fist bumped me in Safeway today. Today, Yeah, said DNVR was awesome. Let's We're also go. awesome. Uh, one last thing. We do have a takeover of Ball Arena January 26th. Ten days away. There are less than eight tickets left. So if you want to get in on that, make sure you get in. We will sell out if you don't jump on it. Picture um, always gets me. <laughs> Come join us for the next Ball Arena takeover with the DNBR Avalanche fam. We are back tomorrow for an off-day show. A little birdie told me we might be talking about goaltender options, uh, as well as some other fun stuff. So come join us, 2 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow. We appreciate y'all, and we will talk to you later. Y'all like the mayor. 